Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. Wow, we are so alike. What we both went hello. Hey. And hey, <laughs> at the very same time. We are. Our sign off last time was the same way. We both like said both things at the same time. <laughs> I guess we might just we must, have a lot in common. We must be siblings or something. Yeah, there must be something going on there. <laughs> How are you doing, Miss Bell? I'm pretty good. How are you? How's your How's your week going? What's up? Good. It's I had exciting. a really good week. There were a lot of exciting things, but I kept thinking of you. I compromised on my sleep a little bit. As in, you slept more? No. <clears throat> like, there would be an event at night and an event really early. Early, I would be like, I have to ch- I can sleep a lot. And instead, for like three days in a row, I chose to do both. So it was a really good week. I got a lot done, but... But you I've probably didn't get much sleep. <laughs> because... Remember, oh, yeah, part of back. my like secret that comes in, back. Well, like, not secret, but like part of what I like never compromise in college is sleep. I'm like, I need a lot, <laughs> no matter, even though there might be better things or more fun things. <laughs> right. <laughs> but not this week. Oh, well, you are getting sick. Oh, yeah, it's okay. It's what I, it's what I get for that. So today I slept in. Not you. Remember, it, it, it's about like total sleep over the week, so it's okay if you get a few days of not sleep as long as you well, make them so up. That's the other. This is pretty, a little sad. Sounds like you didn't make I them did up. Not in time, but now I will. I was going to go to a podcasting workshop today to get tips on how to be better okay. at podcasting. Is, is it right now? Um, it was right when I woke up. Oh, so, I see. And you wanted to sleep in because you were feeling yeah, sick. Yeah, I didn't set an alarm because I was just. I felt like I needed to sleep, and I was up. Until midnight. Ooh. So, well, actually, that's I got not ten hours for college. Today. A Friday night so of college. Fine. Ten hours was a lot today. Um, yeah, no, that is a lot. But yeah. Anyway, how was your week? Oh yeah, yeah, you got a. How's my week? What did I get up to? Uh, it's pretty boring. Or boring is you went right to a word. concert. Non-eventful. <laughs> oh, that's true. You can't so, lie to me. I know yeah, what we you went did. To... <laughs> Glenn Hansard was really cool. Um, yeah, we were we were pretty center, which was nice, but we weren't super close to the stage. But it was still yeah. really loud. Does and that you make were sense? at I've been to that venue. So we were, I feel like when it's not a crowd, yeah, when Paramount. there are rows and seats, like you're gonna be farther, and also like it doesn't matter as much. Whereas like if I'm in a really big yeah. crowd of standing no, people, like and I'm ten rows back, like I can't see anything. Like it's just over. You know what I mean? Oh, that's fair. Yeah, everyone's sitting. Although there were certain parts where people standed and applauded. I I bet he got like maybe four or five oh, standing ovations so for different songs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was pretty cool. He he looked like he was enjoying himself, but I don't know if that was an act <laughs> or not. I don't think it would be. Um, yeah. Doubt it. Uh, but it was cool. He played. He they he he played one song in it. There was one song that led straight into another one, and then they're playing the piano. And I heard it, and I'm like, "Oh, it's what Annabelle plays Aww. on piano." And it was Aww. the one song, um, falling slowly, the one you play all the time. The think, one that won yeah, an Oscar. Um, that song. Yeah, yeah, that one. Love that movie. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that part. Um, but so here's the funny part. So <laughs> of course this happens. 
So I saw somebody I knew there, right? It was one of the deans at mine. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm like, oh, I know that person. And mom's like, oh, go and say hi. And I'm like, oh. And she's like, if you don't do it, I'm mm -hmm. going. <laughs> mm -hmm. So classic mom. Um, and so I went over and talked to him. And we had a really good just talk. But he uh, he told us about they're doing a there's a once performance with like some of the best um, performers in Colorado uh, in Golden at this you small gotta go. theater. I know. I know. So he's like, he's like, I, w I was, wasn't expecting it to be great, but it was amazing. Aww. So he told us to go. Um, so it's like, and yeah, it's like in this small theater where like three sides of the stage yeah, have seating. Yeah, there's one like that like in it's my that town. Kinda, it's really nice. Yeah. Um, and it's like, apparently it was like, I looked at this week and it was like completely sold That'll out. That'll be so week. fun. So for people who don't know, wait, I'm going to give there's... a little background at once since it is not the most yes. yeah, that's known a good, movie. That's so a Glenn Hansard and Marquetta, I can't pronounce or her musical. last name, Avonikov, um, are these two singers like a who Russian... wrote this album together and it's just incredible music. They also collaborated with some of their friends and one of the things they did, Glenn Hansard's really famous in Ireland, but they recorded a movie to go with the music. So, like, the music is literally the heart and soul and the whole point of the movie. But the movie itself is a really sweet sort of, like, anti-love story, sort of love story. Like, more, it's just very, like, realistic and sweet. And um, they had to film scenes at night, most of it, because he's so famous. And um, just really small budget, really <laughs> about the music, like just i i think it's really a touching movie i cry like maybe every other time because some like i just watch it it makes me like it's very homey it's my favorite movie it's like an hour and 10 minutes like very short and it won right. this oscar which was insane because i mean you think of the budgets of movies that normally win oscars that try to win oscars most are hollywood this was literally like filmed on the streets of dublin about like and it was her best song and too it was so this so song won best song in an Oscar movie that year and Glenn Hansard gave a speech where he said the F word multiple times. It was just kind of like, I can't believe this. Like we did three weeks on this movie with like, I don't remember what it was like $20,000 and like, Oh my God. Like they recognized just how good it was without needing like a million dollars. I don't know. Like not to say that the movies with a lot of money are bad, but that like, this was a shock that it won, but it is so good that you're yeah. kind of like, okay. It is a good and, song. Um, Anyway, so the song really slowly. It. it won this Oscar, and he like was up there, and he was like, "Make art." And he's like crying, and he's like, "Like make art." Like he's such an artist and a musician that like I don't think you yeah. could make him do anything else. And in the movie, it's these characters who like have day jobs that are like not great, and but they they are musicians. Like that is what they love at their heart, and that is what yeah. They... It's like the typical I. Oh. It's like the typical Irish artist, like just it's music pours it's out. It's literally like he breathes, and you're like, that is the most artistic. Like it's just musical, like everything. Um, so highly recommend that movie. And whenever he comes to town touring, even though most of his music's not from that movie, like we go see him because he's amazing. And he had some good stories too. Have you heard about the one with the boat? Maybe. He's a storyteller. So he, like, he, he was oh. telling the story. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And at the beginning, he was just doing songs, but like near the end, he told a couple stories in between songs because the songs were dedicated to mm -hmm. the person in the story, mm -hmm. of course. Um, and he's like, I was at a, like, doing a performance in Dublin, and, <laughs> and, and his friend is like, Hey, you want to go on a boat with me to, 
And he's like, sure, right? And so the next day he calls him up. He's like, you don't understand. We're going for five weeks. Oh, my goodness. Hello? Are you there? Yeah. You still there? Yeah, cut out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Someone so called five me. week long boat trip. But here's the best part. It's like this old, like, I don't know, like, like Viking boat, like basically like tub. Wow. Like everyone, and they all are paddling. It's five guys paddling, right? Including him. Wow. And it's in this like super, like, like no sails, right? And, and they literally went from Ireland to Spain. Like they went along the coast. Like, wow yeah and it's like five weeks long and there were any oh it was it was just so he's like oh I, well i already said yes right oh it's it was hilarious <laughs> he was like there there were three rules on the trip like the captain the the guy who asked me to go like he was mm-hmm. a poet and he had three rules right okay what were they i had no money so you couldn't bring any money okay. no beds and no complaining yeah wow and and the idea is like they would sleep in people's yards or like along the shore and like because they were musicians they could just like go to the bar and play and like they get free food and drinks right yeah because like they're great irish musicians and everyone would like give them food because it's like these five like guys in this like literally the fishermen would like bring them home because the fishermen are like oh my gosh these people are in a like a boat with nothing wow um yeah, it was pretty cool. That was a cool story. Um, and That's then crazy. it was it was sad because apparently the poet kept going like alone, and then he died on the cliffs of Portugal like the next week. Oh my week. goodness! That yeah, was so sad. And so the song was dedicated to him, but it was yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. No, I remember. I don't remember exactly the story he told at the last concert I went to of his, but I just remember being like, it was such like an adventure. If that makes sense, and it yeah, it does. And a, and like I love the stories of adventure that are kind of like you want to do this, and someone's like, sure, and like it would be very easy and reasonable to be like, eh, maybe not. Like that yeah. seems like, like that's not what I agreed to. But instead, just kind of like going for it, seeing what's happening, like not, and it becomes these really like poetic little adventure stories. I don't know. Do you find that I? college but like when you don't make plans and then all of a sudden you make plans like last minute it's just so much more fun because i don't know because like, i am a planner so like hmm, like i would just wouldn't it be better if i could just look forward to it all week there's an idea no, yeah but like, like have you i've you try to have fun but you also know you have something you're neglecting working on like that makes it less fun yeah no that's true uh, what i'm saying is like those things where you don't expect them to happen and they happen right like, yeah i think it depends and like that happened the other day and I've always had sort of like like you remember when I was little like I was really indecisive I just like small yes. decisions I had a hard time saying like well I'm not I saying you this. make the decision I'm, I'm saying that this. no but I'm saying like I'm thinking of an example of last week someone Sorry. was like oh like what are you doing today and I said I don't know yet what are you doing today and she was going to this cute nearby town to go to a coffee shop and I was she was like oh like do you want to go and like was leaving in 15 minutes and I just sort of was like like, it would have been just easier not to, but I was kind of like, sure. Like, I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, like, I do. Like, yeah. even though I didn't know what it, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just taking, like, the Was adventure. it worth it? Oh, yeah, it was so fun. It was the best See? part. See? That's what I'm talking about. Like, stuff like that, where it's like, you, like, all <laughs> of a sudden you're going to a coffee shop in a neighboring fun. town. Okay, would, no, that's like, fair. Yeah. Oh, no, something I learned pretty early 
on, and I really thought about this more at the beginning of my college thing, is most people are in your boat. They're more the indecisive type where they don't know what to do. Yeah. And it's it's true in a group, I'd say more so when you're alone than sing- when you're by yourself. It's kind of like how group dynamics, like I'm sure you've heard the thing where it's like nobody calls the police because they think somebody else did it. And the bigger the yeah. group, the more likely oh God, that is to happen. Out. Um, yeah. I forget what that's called. There's some sort of paradox a or, study. or yeah. And it's on like it. based on this famous example in New York where this woman's like killed outside in the alley. Oh my and God. The like, amount of times I've almost called the cops because of that example. Yeah. And, and like a like, hundred people saw it, but, but nobody called the police. Yeah. Everybody assumes somebody else called the police. And it's weird. Cause like the more people there are, the more likely you're not going to do anything. And they've done studies with this with like the more people you add to the room, the less likely action is going to be taken anyway my point is when you're in a big group and and everyone's like oh what should we do a lot of people are going to be nice and are going to be like uh uh cautious and are going to like they want to like they want to feel belonging to the rest of the group so they're not going to suggest anything they'll be like oh I'll just do what the group wants to do right but the problem is when mm-hmm. everybody does that guess what happens you don't do anything exactly so uh, i learned very quickly that it was better to be the person that was just like oh let's do this because at least we're doing something that I'm interested in, right? Yeah, I and was going to say, I feel like it's better, better because than... I can suggest something and you could be like, I don't want to do that. And I feel a little bad for it's like, oh, we're always doing what I might want to do. But on the other hand, like, it's better than doing nothing, right? Yeah. So, um, and that's not always the case. There, there were a lot of people in my friend group who, like, took initiative as well for different But, but you're I right remember that, like, pretty early spontaneous on, like, when... things are but really you got... nice. Yeah, and something no, I I really liked. I wish I had more of that. Is my point? Yeah, like I'm, I'm a planner too. I try. Like I was just looking at my schedule, and like there's a there are all these shifts I can pick up at work, and like it's really tempting. And I look at my schedule, and I'm like, oh, I'm not in class. Like I don't have a club. Like why? Like oh, of course. Like why wouldn't I do it? And this year, I'm really trying to be more like when you when I get to that day, like I might be exhausted. I might be like really not wanting to do that, or I might no. be like. Or, like, I might have someone being like, oh, you want to go with me to, like, this cool hike? And I would have to say no, because, like, it's keeping that time open to decide then what I feel like doing, I feel like leads sometimes. Like, I'm trying to leave time open because it leads to better experiences. Or, like, even at night. Like, last night I had three things in my schedule at night, and I ended up, there was a movie on, and I said, that actually sounds way better. (laughs) I just watched it, and I'm really happy I did. And I hadn't, like, committed to anything, like... It was just things I was going to try to go to, yeah. but it was great. Like, I like that I just left that decision up to that night. Yeah, it took me a while to like, do that. <laughs> you're pretty, I'm impressed you're doing your junior year. I really only did that my senior year because, like, freshman year, I did stuff and I had empty time, which I filled with, like, TV or other stuff. And then, like, sophomore year, I just, like, filled every nook and cranny and it became awful. Like, yeah, I was too committed every nook and cranny because when things that came up that were interesting, I couldn't do them, right? And the things I did commit to were helpful, but I didn't have enough time for the things that mattered like school. Um, or <laughs> let me rephrase that. I didn't have enough time for the things okay. that mattered yeah. like school. Yeah. Um, but then like junior year, I like balanced it a lot better. But then senior year, I decided, hey, I'm going to like take my foot off the accelerator a little bit, give myself some free time. And in that free time, I can recover i can do fun I things think... i can like fill my time with other stuff and fill my time with the things that are interesting to me throughout the but i also think like to push back a little bit i think 
it's easier as you get more established and rooted in a place That's to give true. yourself that time. That's like, if true. I have two hours, I can think of so many cool things that I could do and that I could do with other people. I think first year, like, I don't know that I would have, like, known all the different workout play. Like, if, you know what I mean? If I felt like working out, like, there was, I thought there was one option. So, like, scheduling that was really easy because, like, there was, whereas now it's way more, like, there are so many options, so I feel really good saying, I'm just going to wait to choose. Like, I know I won't end up doing nothing, or I won't end up, like, wishing I, you know what I mean? Like, wishing I were doing something else and doing nothing. What do you mean? Like, you, but won't you end up doing nothing if there's too many choices? I'm confused. No, I'm saying, I'm saying it's better. Like, like, last year I used to leave my Saturdays open. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning, this was, like, really kind of difficult for me because Saturday would come up and I would be like, I like, I don't know what to do. Like, I know that I've been so busy that I left it open. But I would also be like, I feel a little, like, listless, what? I think. I don't know if that's the word. Just, like, whereas now, like, if I leave my day open, it's not like, oh, I don't think I'll end up doing anything today. It's like, oh, well, there's so many, like, there are a lot of things I could do. So then I do, like, one, and I'm like, oh, maybe tonight I'll do something else or, like. No, that, that's fair. It's like keeping your, let's say, Saturday morning open, and then all of a sudden, like your friend, your friend on Friday says, "Hey, I'm doing this tomorrow morning." Then you could be like, "Oh, I'll go with. Can I come exactly. with you?" Right? Yeah. No, I. Th- that's what I meant by I. Can- yeah. On my senior year, I was able to feel that as things came up, right? Um, and like s- some weeks it'd be me just taking a nap. Some weeks it'd be me meeting with like a mentor. Some weeks it'd be me I uh, talking like just like reading a book on the main commons, like I could fill it mm-hmm. with different things. So I'm curious, you know? what are your like, do you have like things that were your favorite, like spontaneous adventure activities? Or like if you were suggesting for a group, like what did you suggest that like was really nice? We're talking about like poetic kind of adventures, like all like Glenn Hansard, you know what I mean? Like I'm guessing you didn't yeah. do a five week long now, canoe boat. Now, but like Now that I think about it, I was hoping that the, spontaneous adventures would happen to me where as opposed to That's creating so them true. i feel like, I feel like, I like everyone's cre- like college will just I, do these and, things i'm like well maybe maybe not and now that i think about it maybe i should have created more of them and i definitely took initiative creating other things but i wouldn't say as much they were as much like adventures with friends were those things Does yeah that make sense? like they were more um they they were more had to do with like clubs or other things but like, still that's still valuable yeah. Yeah, I, I like some of the best things were like they were spontaneous. I this isn't really adventure poetic as much, but like I like talk with someone and have an idea, and we just like start doing it right. Like like we'd start mm. building a cool device, or we'd uh, um or like I'd meet with someone and be like, you know what, like you'd be really cool. Like you should come to this club, and like let me convince everybody that that you'll come right like that you'll be accepted and uh and like that happens in a day right like i was all about quick turnaround if that makes sense um and that made it somewhat spontaneous Mm -hmm. sorry i'm not giving a good example but i i think you kind of i'm trying to be a little general no but i I think that's still like poetic and like 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 i think I don't even know what the right word to say is, but, like, I think that sounds really positive and, like, energizing to say, like, oh, this is a great idea. And instead of being, like, okay, like, next week, like, I'll write it down. But to be, like, wait, I'm so excited about this idea. Like, let's do it. Like, and then just, like, 
yeah. getting like having that excitement and like keeping it and building it and getting other people excited like that's so powerful and fun I think I still struggle with this but I totally believe that if you have time and you come up with a great idea that excites you you should do it now you shouldn't <laughs> do it later because later you won't be as excited about it you should yeah. do it now mm-hmm. does that make sense um and I feel like not that doesn't happen as much as it necessarily should and a lot of people the other thing is like what's worse than not writing it down is is not writing it down wait i'm just thinking Uh, this is such like a as in this is such a nerdy example but i left a class this week and my friend and i couldn't stop talking about the class like the discussion we had just had and this class i have to write a paper like 20 pages by the end of the semester that's like kind of the only like big assignment and you would think, like, right. well, after a class, like, you already, you don't, like, write the paper another time. Because right after that class, like, you already did. But you're super excited about thinking, it right like, now. I have, like, it's, it was literally a two and a half hour class, and we could not stop talking about it. Like, that is when I should have, like, that... I mean, I don't have my paper idea yet, but, like, instead of saying, oh, like, well, if I already have three hours of this, I don't need another one. Like, maybe that's the best time for it is, like, right after. No, but... No, I, I wouldn't say necessarily it's the right time just after. It's the right time because you're so excited <coughs> talking yeah. about it, right? It's at that time that you should write the paper or write, like, a topic and then maybe that morphs mm-hmm, into exactly. your paper, right? Because um, that's when you're going to have all the energy to do so. And I'm not saying that it's, it's just a lot With easier the momentum. to do that, that Okay, I think a lot about momentum in life. Yeah. Like, not in physics, but, like, in life, like, having momentum. And, like, if I have to sit down and build momentum from – like build excitement from nothing like it's way harder than if i'm already like there's already this momentum so how do you build oh my momentum God, so many or ways. how do you like create I mean, momentum i really think it was I a lot this is great <laughs> here before we oh. leave before we, i really okay. want to talk about this this sounds amazing but i just i thought of a good example of an adventure spontaneous <laughs> okay hit me with it i mean yesterday so I went to I went to one of these sessions downtown, and it was like two blocks from the climate march. March started at uh, eleven, but this panel ended eleven thirty. I'm like, perfect. I'll like bisect it as it like goes down the 16th Street Mall, right? Because I'm a block away. And so, sure enough, like when I was, I like figured out where they were going on my phone, like before the panel and then like it during the panel i listened it was fun and then i'd like walk to 16th street mall they weren't quite there yet so i like shopped somewhere real quick and then came out and just like joined the throng was and, this the climate and strike spent like two hours with it and like learned stuff and i don't know it that cut was like out a very little spontaneous because i, I didn't wake did. up that morning sure. yeah this sorry did i forget to say that part of it wow um um yeah so, so this was the climate strike in denver the friday uh, fridays for the future um, huge September 20th um, yeah. climate strike around the world. Denver had one. And I like, I was like a block I know, I away. I'm like, I, I care about you this. That I was like, going to mine. And then you sent me a picture of yours. I decided that like an like, hour wait, and a half before say, I did. But right? I, that makes sense so, now. We should compare so cool. notes on that. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't now know I was going until Okay, so I think about in many ways. I think it's way easier to be, like, I don't want to just it sounds really simple, but, like, be happy when you already, like, not just, like, setting yourself up for it, but, like, once it's started, it's way easier to keep doing it, like, in this, in the sense of, like, one day. 
Like, I think if you have a bad morning, the amount it, like, how much heart it should be, like, probability-wise, like, what's the probability you're going to have a bad afternoon if you already had a bad morning? Like, it should be, like, the same probability that you normally would, right? But I think they're connected. Like, I think, so, like, it's not random right? it's like this whole oh, so totally when i have a bad day i'll be like gritting my teeth like all i want and that is to your change day. the momentum but even that's like hard so part of my strategy like this semester and last year was like like really really good mornings like the mornings are when i don't like don't let myself feel like pressure of work if i feel like doing work i do work if i feel like hanging out with friends i hang out, like literally just like letting it like they're less controlled than my afternoons if that makes sense because but like whatever it takes to get your momentum or like i that's interesting because i do the opposite there's one day that i have a class at noon and three thirty to six so i can either work out in the morning before noon in the middle part or at night and there's one day where like literally all i really have scheduled are the classes so like this is my choice like i know if i don't work out in the morning i can always say oh like i'll work out later but by the time it gets to 6 p.m and I sometimes I'll feel re- like I just don't feel it. I feel sick. And then I think, oh, I can't work out tonight. And I also think like I just feel s- so much worse than if I had started my day with that. So I try to like – like if I have a choice between like doing something that would make me happy and feel better about myself like earlier or later, like I always go for earlier because the momentum. And – um what else like this week I haven't had a chance to really go to the grocery store I was like very right. quickly running out of food I ate out a lot which is like totally fine but I could feel the, like the stress of like not knowing what I was gonna eat and whatnot and I just like it doesn't really it shouldn't make like a huge difference if I know I have food in the fridge or if I know I have to go to a restaurant but it does like I felt worse so I just went to the farmer's market and bought like enough for like various meals I made a really nice breakfast and I don't like I feel good because I had a nice breakfast but I also just feel so much better because I feel like now I have this momentum of like healthy cooking like I feel felt better than if I had had the same breakfast somewhere else or something not as healthy somewhere else if that makes sense yeah so anyway I think this momentum those are like the main examples like working out it to do it um, if I have a choice to, like, at night, I feel like I could go three hours watching a movie, not being social, and, like, it would, I would, like, that might be really enjoyable. But, like, if I tried to do that from, like, 9 a.m. to noon, I think I would just not feel well for the rest of the day. <coughs> okay. Yeah, so, so, I, I have several things to say, at least five. Let's see if I can get through them. Um, the, like, I think part of that last part is like part of willpower. Like you have a lot more willpower in the morning than the evening. That's why in the evening you just want to like, like relax and watch TV, right? Do something that's more passive, do something where you're not like actually doing work, right? You're, you're just like, uh, right. Like it, it, and once you build that into your like mind, it's like, Oh, I just want to relax. Sometimes and, like, I have a lot of energy it's in the gonna evening, but I think often, the switch right? like, from it gonna watch, started being passive watch TV or do other stuff in the evening. Harder. Mm-hmm. yeah no i agreed exactly like once like if you wake active, up and watch you TV feel like for like an hour like, like your oh, day is like, more likely tired. to go down the train um especially if you 
So you say you don't control the beginning of your day. I actually do in a huge way. Like I have a checklist to go through in the beginning of the day. And it's because if I get through that checklist, then I've accomplished a lot. And Mm -hmm. once I've accomplished those things, and they're usually pretty easy things, right? I start easy. So then it's like, oh, look, I accomplished all these easy things. I can do other things, right? So like examples are like making your bed in the morning, like brushing your teeth, going for a run, (coughs) taking a shower, um, meditating. Like these are all on the list, not necessarily in that order. Um, And like by doing all those, like, yeah, it takes me an hour. But once I'm done them, I'm like, oh, wow, I've had a good morning. Like I, I have momentum. I've accomplished like a bunch of things on like a bunch of habits, a bunch of things for my list, it's going to be easy to keep going down the list and accomplish the harder things and the things that I really need to get done to push my life forward. You know what I mean? Um, And I've been doing that for morning and night, but morning's a lot easier than night, this checklist, as I've figured out. And you really want to update it. Like you want to make it as easy as possible. Like for example, like I write, um, one of the things on my morning list is to write the to-do list for the day. I've decided to move that to the night list. So it's just like one less thing to worry about in the morning or laying out your workout clothes and regular clothes the night before makes it so much easier in the morning. Just like now your step is instead of saying, get your clothes, mm-hmm. which requires like a little bit of creativity and thinking, all you have to do is put on your clothes, which is super easy. Right. Um, just different things like that, like to trick you to in it, like, cause in the morning, like you, you like if it's easy you can start mm-hmm. to like build up and and really uh start that momentum wheel moving for the day is probably a good way of what does that it. mean um flywheel is a huge uh like concept no. in uh um so the idea do you know what a flywheel is like technically so yeah. um in your car you know when you let go of the gas your car keeps going so it's because there's this huge heavy wheel in your car that your engine's attached to. And the engine slowly makes that wheel move faster and faster and faster. And if you let go of the gas and the engine was correct, connected directly to your wheels without the mm-hmm. flywheel, you would like jerk, right? Because all of a sudden, like the engine's going really quickly. Like it now transitions it's going slower, it. right? Um, but this flywheel mm-hmm. keeps the engine, go- like it smooths out. It's yeah, exactly. It smooths it out because this huge heavy wheel is turning and it's really hard to get it to slow down and it's really hard to get it to speed up. Right. Um, and so like it basically a clutch wouldn't work if you didn't have the flywheel to smooth out between the gears and smooth out between the engine and a bunch of other things. Um, so the idea of your life with a flywheel is the same way, right? It's, it's like, once you get it moving, it's, you can, if you add a little bit of energy, it'll move a little bit faster, right? But, like, but if you if you don't add a little bit of energy to it every time, like a little bit yeah. each, mm-hmm. it like, does as the day go- progresses, then it's just never going to be moving, right? Does that make sense? Um, it's like it's like when you check off one to do and go to the next yeah, one. Yeah, and that's it's so much easier if you have three ones checked to keep it going than is it is if you have like zero, right? It, like it's, I do really well on like marathon homework. Like if I have fifteen minutes, no. Like if I have thirty minutes, that's really really hard, and I'm not gonna feel good even if I check one thing off. If I have like two hours, right. mm, Like that is like I will be productive the whole two hours, and I will feel. So, and you just go through the list. Okay, here, here. 
I'd love to hear what other people think about this too. I'd love to hear how people I do this. I don't but think about it. Do like you that. do the easy things first, or the hardest thing first, or something in between? No. So this. What do you week... think about it? Like, what's, okay, what's do soonest? <laughs> so let me tell you how I think about it, and then you can tell me how. So sometimes, like, I'm like, oh, this is the hardest thing. I'm not going to do it first. I'm going to do the two easy things that will take me the least time first. That way my flywheel's going yeah, and I, don't I feel know. I really accomplished don't think about it in terms and that will get me through the hardest thing as the third easy, thing. Easy something. Yeah, no, I know. I'm thinking about like, I have And by hard, it usually means the amount like of time. And I'm, like the like, longer the time is know that there's my, a pattern which what one I'm, I choose first. I think. Um, I think so. So, but one of the things I have done, one of the things I have done this. Do you week, just pick one? No. So normally, like I have my to do list, and I have what <laughs> I to do each so. day. This week, I, I overanalyzed this by the way. Journal, which is a priority list for each day, because I got really overwhelmed seeing the like thirty things and just being like, do some of them, and it's you know it's not only about what's due because some things take way longer and I'm not gonna have time the day before they do some things like I can easily do the day so what I've done is every day they're like I write down one two three and when that day comes I write like what my focus is and normally it's just like a class like I'm gonna try to get as much work done as I can for that class um and then the other one might be like oh if I have a project due Friday but like even if it's Tuesday like that project's still like number two and then number three might be like okay like and it's a way to break up instead of like today, instead of saying like I have five classes worth of work for next week that I have to do, I'm gonna like literally say no. I, I'm only gonna work on two classes. It's a way to like divide it up, and that way, like I'm carrying around less work, but also like my mind's right. in that focus. I'm not. I don't keep switching. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just like I like. Because switching, brain. you lose I like I probably momentum could do, like, when you one switch. Task from each. All my classes are way too related this year, so I'm, I have I'm a asking. hard time keeping which reading is for which class. So it's also a way to keep it distinct. That way, I'm not in class discussion, and I'm like, yeah, it's so and so. That's not that. Like, who is that? We've never. I don't know if that's bad or not. Like, I can still quote. Like, I can still use that, but to really make sure, I like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there are. How do you like, think it's you not change in your control? Your I think that's a really important thing to recognize. Is like, or if, I don't know that it's not always in your control. There are things that can try to change your momentum, and some things would be successful. Some things aren't. So, so for example, so for example, it's let's really, say you have a bad morning, right? So how do you um, change? How do you like to change it to make it a good afternoon? Either working out or you're right. It is hard. Work done. Because the same, that's like the feeling of like satisfaction, and also just like if I work out in the morning, I'm not gonna work out at night. Like I don't really double up on them, so I know that like that's for the rest of the day. Like I don't have to feel like oh I could be running, but I'm watching TV. Like right. I already did it, um, and I also just feel good about myself. Like oh look, I worked out, or oh look, like right. I did that homework thing. I yeah, studied totally. rather than. If, like, I get to, like, 6 p.m. and I haven't done any schoolwork, I'll get, like, kind of, like, not jittery, but, like, the momentum mess is, is messed up.
So those are the no, two things I try to I go to. Unless, like you, if, you, like, you, it that depends. thing if in your I'm brain gonna, is like, you should be doing work, you should be doing like, work, you should be doing work. Seriously, you have a bad day because you're just, like, doing too much work. Or, like, I don't know. I had, like, if you have a bad social thing in your morning, like, sometimes the other thing is, like, I'll call home as, like, a check-in. Like, a 20-minute call will make me feel better. Because that's, like, a good social interaction that, like, I, like it's weird to do right. it in such like a simple way, but like it just makes me feel better. So that's a way to change my momentum too. I'd say is like I call mom, or like I call you. No, that totally makes sense. I'd say most of most of my bad days happen in the evening, not the morning. So I don't have to worry too much about that. But I will say there's like two things that. I've heard that are really good. And you've said one of them, which is working out, oh, yeah. even Short if it's like only for 20 minutes, like extreme exercise, I'm not gonna, like, like, go if your to mind is in a like, bad state, that will, like, that it will reset your in some ways, right? 20 minutes. <laughs> no, 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 like short mm-hmm. kickbox. Yeah. Mm. yeah, exactly. Or bike or cycle or stair step or like, it's like, I've heard that is like, like, and all, a lot of the professional, like, mm-hmm. when they answer this question, because they think about this a lot, they're always like, yeah, work out. Like, go do extreme exercise. And you can use um, the p- negative just, momentum. It gets you out of that funk of to negative fuel your run, and, like, like back to your primal, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I yeah. do. Um, I don't know how, I don't experience <laughs> that to the same degree I like you do. I, like, black so out, should, and I think yeah, about what's you, making me mad. I just, like, You do, so you understand that. Dad does, too. Um, <laughs> towards it or away from it. The second thing was is really interesting. So there was this kid at my school, and he had this like, he had this, uh, he had these. I think it was like nine. It it, it was like quite a large <laughs> number of like. He called it Cressology. His his last name was Crescent, and he called it Cressology. And the idea was like. These were things that like helped him be successful at Mines, mm-hmm. and like he was definitely one of the coolest guys at Mines. Period. Um, he was like the president of fraternity. Okay, like, yeah. Did a bu- He was like, a lot of people loved him and wanted to be him. Let's put it that way. Um, and he had I don't remember a lot of his chronology. I'm really sad. I hope I have them written down somewhere to find one day. Um, but I remember a few of them, and one of them, which you just helped me remember, was. He's like, if you're having a bad mm-hmm. day, like a bad morning, a bad day, like do something for somebody else. And the idea was like, if, but like, yeah, you're right. You're having a bad day. You can't help yourself or you feel like you can't help yourself right now. It's usually the way it actually goes. So instead of doing that, like go up to somebody and say, oh, like you're looking really pretty today or go up to somebody and like help them with something they're struggling with. Right. Um, like, and like make it about the other person. And, and it's a great way to get you back onto that track of mm-hmm. like, and at the very like, least getting like, back on track on your day. Cause you like, feel really wholesome in, in the net balance. Even if you don't feel better, at least that's like, the idea they feel it. better. Like that's good. Like do that. Yeah. Hmm. Exactly. Well, I had to go somewhat soon. Do you want to quickly compare notes on the strikes we went to? Do you want to... Oh, yeah, you do, don't. I'm at home, so it's like a seven-minute walk to work. Yeah, and then we'll do a wrap-up, and then you... uh, Are you... Where are you right now? 
Yeah. Okay, so, so what we'll was the best sure thing you heard? Or, like uh, the coolest part. Um, cool. Uh, uh, so, so I didn't stay for all the speeches. Yeah. I wanted to stay for more of them. Uh, yeah. but I wanted to get other stuff done that day too. And they were dragging it out a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and th- there was like a lot, they did some singing, which is pretty cool. Um, I learned that Intersectional. the climate movement is very inter. So, so, so like this yeah. was more the inner, it's really combined with a lot of other movements too. Right. Um, and I don't like, I'm not surprised but I was kind of surprised how much they were talking about the other movements too. Not in the sense of like they were that there was the for same the other movements, like, but the, in the sense almost that every like, speaker it was very was like inclusive, else. right? In- diversity and cl- inclusion. Yeah, it was very like they like he's like like the main speaker was Spanish, and he had like these people come up and like start doing Spanish chants. And mm-hmm. he's like, if you don't understand them, then like now you know how we feel, <laughs> right? And like, like they didn't even explain what the chants were saying. Um, and it was so like very diversity inclusion, so like all races, yeah. all cultures, very LGBTQ plus. Uh, like that, like wrapped up into it as well. Um, there were just like, and then like this was run by a bunch of young people right so it was like young climate was what the reason for the march and the reason for everyone being there and that's what all the signs said but like it was very much tied in with a lot of these other cultural shifts and uh movements that have happened recently and i don't know if that's because that they were also marching for that and so it kind of like bundles together and they're used to talking about it I don't know if it's so. Um, my march like, was the same. We like, had um, like what do you I think didn't it is? join the march in the larger town that was planned by like a twelve-year-old. Apparently, I just did the one on my college campus because I had like work later. But um, the there were people who spoke. Like there was um, a representative right. from like the Native American student group, a representative from like the Latino student group, a representative from like someone who works with refugees yeah. in the area, like very very rooted and part of it was they talked about how the disadvantaged are going to be hurt more as the climate gets worse and are already hurt hurting more disproportionately and also like yeah and I'm, i don't want to say like can do less but like one of the groups was talking about like people in prison who are hurt by the climate and like can't really do that much about it and um which I thought was just really interesting. And it, it was right. weird because I knew exactly, like if someone had asked me why I was there, I would have said exactly what it was and it wouldn't have mentioned any of that. And so it was really, really interesting to see. And the best speaker, one of the best speakers of mine was the student Native American group um, who said like, we've lost connection with the land, which to like tied his together, but also just like disadvantaged right. groups are going to be hurt maybe proportionally more. And so... Like we're obviously we're fighting for the earth for everyone, but like we have so to let those I, voices I be say... heard more than historically yeah. have been. I think. So, so I was thinking of. I I think that's part of it. I think the other part is more like these are these are kids going up there and speaking, and mm-hmm. they've had experience with um marches and lots of other things before right that talked about these other topics right these other and i feel like it's such a part of their identity yeah. um the fact that they're um that they believe that like 
that, that they need to support these things that when they're speaking, it's very natural when speaking about the climate to also like try to be inclusive and to also try to be uh, like all these other uh, movements. And, right. Um, and they kind of, and therefore they kind of fuse them together in a way that, and he, part of why I, part of the consequences of this in my mind is I'm like, is that mm. alienating other people who don't believe that, um, but want to fight, but want to be here for the climate? And does that push them out yeah. and no, make them not want to be part of this? I have the same thought. Which, <laughs> like, which is, I don't think, good. But on the other <clears throat> hand, it's like these, the, but on the other hand, it's like these people, like, this is their identity. Like, if, like, okay, they, they can't not talk about this going up to, up there, right? Um, and that, that made me think, like, this is way more about them personally, like, not as in, like, them being super altruistic for doing this, but, like, more about, like, when they go up there, they represent themselves. And since this is a part of themselves, it naturally comes through. And I don't think they mean to connect the issues. Yeah. And but part of my thought was not one like, way that oh, I think some people might this look is at also it. Let's a put it that way. That's inclusive to like, for example, LGBTQ. I don't think that necessarily like is alienating it from like a straight person caring about it. Like I did not have that thought. My thought was um, there were definitely speeches at my school that devolved into we need no, a socialist but system. It... And that is not something I believe. And so I stood there clapping for other things and not clapping yeah. for that. And honestly, at one point did consider like maybe just going and not staying for the whole thing because I don't support that. And I Thieving. like I just don't want to support that. But it also wasn't a forum for like discussion where I could say, well, the capital like I, but it also like to equate racism and sexism with capitalism to me just like made me feel kind of uncomfortable and um like I know at the end of the day like me being in that march doesn't mean that I'm signing up for any of those things but um I definitely did think that like that made it weaker in my view because uh, yeah I just that that definitely did make me consider leaving even though like I knew what I was there for so there was a march from uh, Did you march at to all? downtown or was it more to join like a, gathering? a bigger protest, but I didn't do that part. Um, but the best way. But you didn't do that okay, part. Okay, what are you going to say? So, so, go ahead. I was going to say, like, so, like, how did you I feel cried. Like, when I you really were doing emotional. the, like, the climate really when it was going me. on? Like, I have a very emotional reaction to it. Um, so, like, I felt very emotional during it. Um. I also like think the speakers that they chose were amazing and very empowering and that was great. Like some of them just listed off like really scary statistics and that made me feel really scared and like not better. I kind of like just wanted to like crawl under the covers, but some of them really did offer like hope and like we're here, we're do- we're going to do something and like there are things to do and like it can get better and it's going to get better and like I, I could see it like literally be written being written about in history movements as like this is the change and this is like not not this march specifically but like this generation all of a sudden was like no we are done with like non-renewal like we're just choosing things that are better for the environment and like we are fixing this problem and there was one speaker who I'm going to take his class next semester he teaches in environmental economics and his talk was incredible and part of it was just like we're going to make global change for this global problem. And 
I mean, I don't think he thinks socialism is the answer to it, but also he's just like, there are solutions. And he's pointed to the crowd and he said, the en- you, like the engineer, like you're going to invent something that makes energy way better. And he said, you, the foreign affairs student, like you're going to negotiate a climate treaty. And he was like, you. And he then he said, the like politics student. And he like kind of laughed. And I was like, oh my God, because that's kind of what I would say. I'm studying. And he said, you're going to run the campaign that puts the last climate denier out of office. And I almost cried again. Like that to me was so moving. And I was like, really, really glad I went. Even like literally that one sentence like gave me chills, I think. And part of this strike was they were like, we're missing class, but like we're going to go back to class and learn how to fix this because it was so college campus oriented. The one I went to was like, we're here to learn the problem and to solve and learn how to solve the problem and like we are gonna go back to class and study it and like fix it and like it just gave me chills you would have loved it (laughs) see I like that and I wish so the, the 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 I to be honest the way I felt marching was I felt really out of place um I and the reason I felt out of place is because, like, I was reading all these signs and all these people, like, really care about this topic. And, um, but the topic is, like, so tied into society and tied into everything else. That, like, a lot of the signs. There are a like, lot of anti-cultural The way I describe them is they complain about it. And I think that, it. like, I wouldn't say um, I'm anti-cultural. Like, I don't disagree with everything in our culture. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so okay, sorry. I, but... I want to continue this conversation, but you have to go to class. I, I want to finish what I was saying on this. Maybe we'll okay, let's combine yeah. a little Love bit you. more to this episode okay, yeah, and we'll talk later today or Love tomorrow. You. Is that Bye. okay? Like just, just for like 15 minutes. more. Okay. We're back a day later. Um, Bell had to go to something. I forget what. Work. Um, what'd you, I was there late. You go. Work. It's That's fine. important. <laughs> yes. Um, but we're back and we were in like a really interesting conversation. So I'm just going to go back like a tiny bit and you'll have to hear, it, hear the beginning again. But they'll get us both back on track, which was so when I went to the climate march um, and I was walking with everyone else, I like I asked Anna about what she felt. And what I felt was very. Um, I felt like out of place. I felt like I didn't belong. Um, and I was going into like why I thought that. And I think like I saw all these signs and I thought everyone was coming at this from like a very singular perspective of like, we need to make the climate better, but wasn't considering all the other perspectives of other people. It was very much like us against them kind of mentality. Um, Who was the them? Where it was like, the them was like, let's say oil companies it was the government it was basically anyone who wasn't helping like push the climate agenda it was anyone who wasn't us let's put it that way um and I thought a lot of the signs like like a lot of them made sense but a lot of them I feel like they were bashing people who were just like trying to live their lives right um and who are um like the way I got explained to it from like an energy perspective is um, imagine you're working in an oil company. You have a really meaningful job. You bring energy to people's lives, right? Like you enable them to turn on their lights. You enable them to like live in an affluent society, right? And 
then they're just getting mad at you for pumping carbon dioxide into the environment. And I agree that that's terrible, but I don't think that means that all these people are like imbeciles, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like a lot of the people in that march felt that way. And I almost didn't want to be marching because I didn't want to associate with that. Um, The other thing is it was very much, uh, and this is the stronger opinion, um, was I am very much of the opinion that I do not like complaining. I'd rather do something about it, right? And I felt like a lot of, like everyone marching was (coughs) complaining that the government wasn't doing anything about it or that people weren't doing anything about it when like they all could do something about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that, like, that really, that, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, I don't want to be marching. I want to actually be solving the problem, right? That's what went through my mind. And I feel like people have way more power than they give themselves credit for. Okay. And, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to push back about that. Um, So I just wrote this whole paper on, like, public pressure leading to, like, policy change. Yeah. And um, basically, like, in a democracy, like, one of the strengths and one of the, like, obvious things is, like, the public opinion and public pressure, like, matters. Um, mm-hmm. you, like, even if it's just to see who's in office, but even then, like, I think public opinion really matters. And it's really powerful and public pressure. And I think that marching, well, it might be literally saying like, we're mad. This person made a mistake. It's also a form of public pressure. Like, um, every single candidate in the election, I think like the presidential election, like as an example, like had to post about it, like had to acknowledge the fact that like this was a huge thing in major American cities and even where I am, which is like not like a little baby city. Like there was pressure and I think they see that and that might be a sign that like, Oh, this is a do this is a problem that like they're now more able to solve because they know public pressure exists or like public opinions on their side, or like they might even lose their position if they don't do anything about it. Like, I would argue that protest can be a fo- even if you're literally yelling complaints like that's also a form of doing something in our system. If done well, if you're just like posting on Instagram and like ranting, like I don't know, I don't think that's going to matter, but I think no, these large assemblies I, I of your people point. in front of the state capitol like I think the governor probably heard about it. Right? Well, definitely. It was like in front of his window. Yeah. I think that's powerful. So I, I don't know the answer to this, but from my, re- I, I won't even say what I think. Does, like, does, uh, do these marches, like, do they actually, like, change? I the, don't know. The change stuff? Because I feel like I'm way more likely to get somewhere if I go talk to my congressman than if I march with a thousand people. Yeah. Especially because what you're saying is like, that, like, way more. There was a unified and message he- and maybe that message wasn't here's what we want you to do. Like, we want you to do this. Like, if the march is, you need to rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement, like, that is what we're calling for. I think that's more likely to get done rather than just, like, do something about the problem. Like, But uh, but the on the other hand, realistically, like, President Trump isn't going to turn around tomorrow and do that, right? Yeah. Like, hey, one of his first things in office was to take us off that. Like, even if everyone in America marched against it, yeah. I don't think he would do it. No, I think about um, that a lot, too. Like, um, a lot of people, like, that I know I, and I care about really you. cared about the Me Too movement. And I feel like we're kind of on the tail end. And I had a class where someone asked, like, did it work? Like, what did we get? What yeah. happened? Did it, like, did people 
express their anger, figure out they weren't alone. But, like, is litigation easier now? I don't know. I don't know that it is. Like, and and the other thing is, like, yeah, you see these huge marches against for like against uh, for solving climate change. But the other side, like, there's still a whole other side of people who think like we should just keep burning, right? And like mm-hmm. keep following like what we're already doing. And um, and that side is, I'd argue, just as big. So, con- like, I don't know if I would change as a as a someone in politics um and like i i think we need to do something about it i think from a world view from a a global perspective i think these like marches were good but like i look at i i don't know like i didn't feel effective doing it if that makes sense um i think he really would have liked mine better because the action we sort of talked about was like we're at a college where we're learning to be yeah, like and we're leaders gonna learn in society. To be the future leaders. And like that's sort of the leaders. point of like I think the official thing in many countries was this was like a youth strike. Like this was a kid yeah. like our generation younger than us. Like Yeah, I was younger um, than us. And so part of that is like if you're twelve, like getting all those people is huge. Getting a position in an oil company where you can make smarter like that's this like you're probably not CEO yet. And that's but that's why I liked my march was sort of like this bridge of like, we're going to go to class on Monday and learn about how to help and fix it. And we're going to like make solutions. And even though they weren't right. saying we have them, they weren't just like this march will solve it. Um, yeah. But they were like, we see that people care and you see that people care and like basically trying to refute, reinvigorate like each person's dedication to solving the issue. Um, oh, not. And I think part of it comes from, like, I'm an engineer. My mindset's very much, like, fix the problem as opposed to, like, talk about the problem. And I do acknowledge that I am biased towards one side of that and how talking about the problem is really important, too, because the message needs to be able to spread to enough people. Um, But then the other side of it is, like, all these people, they're still having hot showers. They're still driving cars. They're still, like, have lights on in their house. Like... It, it's not i i wouldn't go as far as saying it's hypocritical um because i think that's that's a strong word to use but it's so ingrained in our society it's interesting to see like this huge like movement against that does that make sense yeah and um, i think part of and, it's just and, like we want it to be easier to be environmentally conscious i think it's getting easier i would say it's way easier now than it was 10 years ago yeah, to no, like go it's to totally, learn, say so much you're better. vegan for environmental reasons and still have food, or like, I I don't even know to like, have like have places to order like, um, reusable utensils and like I I feel like there are solutions. Um, I just signed up for I'm about to sign up for this thing called the Project Green Challenge, where like universities compete, like students at college, and it gives you like a toolkit of how to like be better, and then you try to do it. Um, yeah and I, I i don't know yet what it's gonna look like or if it's gonna like it's probably gonna be really challenging but i sort of think like the reason i signed up for it is they said like they give you this toolkit like there are things out there that like not everyone knows about that do make it easier to be like have a greener footprint 
And I think that, like, right. every, not everyone has time to, like, spend a bunch of time researching or, like, developing the technologies in their own life. Like, I think about, like, Wallace and Gromit. He has all those, like, machines. Right. Like, I'm, okay, you can't expect, like, that's not what I'm envisioning when I say, like, we can be more environmentally conscious. It's more like, oh, there are companies that are already certified. Like, I know that they're green because they got a certification. Like, I'm going to, if I have a choice, like, I want to go there. Like, yeah, easier. Or yeah or these this company recycles products or i'm gonna reuse like or like if you hear of a solution that's like budding and like not mainstream yet like helping it get there uh i don't know i'm like hello yeah i'm trying not to be pessimistic about it because then i think i would just stop trying no and i'm not pessimistic but on the other (laughs) hand it's like, I feel like, I, I don't know. I just, like, I kind of felt out of place because I felt like it was a way everybody thought, there thought it was really simple and it was a lot more complicated yeah. than it was. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, um, there and, were a lot... And, and I didn't talk to them, so I don't know for sure. Like, maybe subconsciously they do, and I'm, like, just... I mean, I, I even hope saw signs that said, like, change the system, not the climate. Just, like, catchy. But I was also like, okay, what changes... What do you... like? W- like, it's easy to say this is wrong, let's change it. What are you changing it to? Like, that's the more important question. And obviously, yeah. it's a slogan. And they didn't have the, like, 10-point plan, but, like, and that I will to admit, me, like, an average Joe probably shouldn't set all of climate policy, right? Like, it, it's, like, we yeah. need to talk to the scientists to really solve this. Um, but on the other hand, um, I feel like you can go... I, I feel like there are better ways than marching, in my opinion. And this was my first one. And I get how it m- makes people feel empowered. Um, I think that's super useful. Um, and maybe what I'm learning is, like, this isn't a good way for me to, like, yeah. show my... Maybe that, and that's uh, fine. Like, you can support something without... support. Without yeah. marching. Like, that's totally fair. Um, there are definitely marches that I've, like, half supported and not gone to because I felt like I didn't support the full gambit of yeah. what they were advocating um yeah like that's totally do you want anything too. else on do you want to add anything else on climate um on no should we March? wrap up should we do yeah, our we summary <laughs> let's see if i can yes, remember what happened yesterday a day ago okay i thought about our conversation for the rest of the day because i ended up losing momentum and kind of stalling and i was like this is literally oh. the day we do-. like i said and I couldn't go over run because I think I'm getting like sick and I don't want to make it worse. But I was like, ah! Did you did you help somebody else? I don't even think I did. It was, it was not my most effective. That's funny. I didn't head. even remember we talked about momentum until you just brought it up. I was like, I'm such a hypocrite. Now I'm stalling. Everyone's a hypocrite, but we can talk about that another time. Actually, I did help someone else. It did make me feel good. There Thinking you about go. it now. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, uh, 30 seconds, go. All right, um, in this episode, we talked about, <laughs> did we start with momentum? Oh my goodness, I feel like there were a lot of things. No. Um, this was an unplanned conversation, clearly, and so our topics ranged from, like, adventures and spontaneity, uh, sp- spontan- sp- spontaneity, um, that, and then momentum <laughs> in our everyday lives, sort of, like, giving each other advice, but also knowing, like, it's different for everyone, but, like, these are helpful things, adventure, focusing on adventure and momentum. The way I think about that in my everyday life, this is way over 30 seconds. I'm so sorry. And then we talked about comparing the two climate strikes that we went to, uh, which I think was a really just interesting experience. Cool. My turn. Boom. Um, 
Okay, so we started off just catching up and talking about like what we were doing <coughs> in our lives and what was up. And then we kind of moved into the like spontaneity and how that spices things up uh, and talked a lot about motivation and lots of questions around motivation. Like what, uh, like when you're unmotivated, how do you become more motivated? Like what times a day are motivation more important than others and why is that? Um, and then we finished off with a lot like the climate strikes we went to and really talking about what is like, how are they actually useful? Like, what is the purpose? Like, how does like, and oh, and how they're connected to other um, issues um, or identities. Cool. Okay, that was 45 seconds, but so. That was pretty uh, good. Cool. Cool. Well, cool. Awesome. Great. Have a good day, Miss Bella. Thanks. Love you. Love you. Bye.